You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I never thought I would see the day. That, I know. Uh, Sarah X. Dillon. I'm out of my comfort zone. It's almost like you've gone worse than the jorts. You've gone straight into shiny shorts. Sarah, They're not shiny, Sarah particularly. Dillon is rocking shiny shorts They are now. not shiny. Out in public, mind no, you. No, no, not... Sh- well, this isn't public as we've talked about before. This is the studio. But you had to travel publicly to get here. Well, on my bicycle. That well, doesn't matter. We People wear a lot worse shit on their bikes. Bicycle with shiny shorts. Mm, the Sarah X. Dillon story. No. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. We uh, greatly appreciate it. <laughs> and, of course, you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, so why not try it out? Try they it are out. not. Okay, you know what? And let, let's just back up again. All right, so real quick. So you're talking about shiny shorts. These are not shiny shorts. They're not shiny whatsoever. They're pretty shiny. They're not shiny. They're lightweight. They have mesh on the sides. Yep. For comfort. Shiny shorts with mesh on the sides. They're side. not shiny. You know what the worst thing about shiny shorts is? It's when men wear them because that's when you can see like the, the beginnings of something, some excitement in their lives. Well, not that's necessarily. That's the bad thing about shiny shorts. Not every dude is walking around with a boner, if that's what you're no, talking about. No, I'm not saying a boner, but even that's what shiny shorts are like. They, they betray the slightest amount of... Of anything that anyone's wearing, which is why I don't think that men should wear shiny shorts. However, and I'm going to say there's a stipulation to why I'm wearing these shorts. Because, A, I went shopping yesterday and got some running shorts for Holy Mother of God hood coasts in four days and I'm freaking out. Yeah. And then, B, I found these because I need to tan my milky, pasty legs because I'm going to be wearing running shorts when we're running hood to coast. And the tops of my thighs have not seen sun in, oh, my entire life. This is actually what you're, that's why you have short, short, shiny shorts? Yes. You have shiny short shorts on. I don't have, they're not shiny. They're patterned. They're black with with pink piping and they have like, they're black and gray. And you're concerned about the fact, so uh, we've talked about this before. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll be talking about it this week, but Sarah and I are running Hood to Coast, oh, the God. world's longest Every time you say that, it makes up, my stomach like. Flip. Well, it's coming up on Friday. We won't spend too much time on it today, but you're seriously concerned. There's thousands of people running this yes. thing. You're going to be a sweaty mess, just like everybody. I will be too. But you're concerned about the, since you have such short shorts on, the three inches of extra thigh that are being exposed now being slightly wider. It's like four wider. inches. These are the shortest shorts I've worn since I have a, since I was in middle school. Thereby proving my point, you have shiny short I shorts I don't on. have shiny shorts on. I said I have short shorts on. I just love the, that's what you're concerned with. You're concerned with the with, a with little my white bit of legs. thigh that's going to be showing that's whiter than the rest of your already white legs. No, my legs have already, they've, they've gotten a little bit of a farmer's tan. So now like right. the bottom, like about two inches above my kneecap and down are uh, a darker shade of pale. And then above the two inches above my knee, you know, to the rest of me, to the top of my this is shorts. It's like off-white versus eggshell white. Like it's, it it's is. all white. It's, it's all No, this one, white. this is pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm like a good, uh, I'd is, say a beige, like a light more, beige. I would not even go that I'd far. I'd say I got it to a beige. However, the top of me is like probably, I would, I would say if it was a powder, it would be translucent. Yeah. And so it's like basically see-through. And it's very pasty. And so I'm going to be running in short shorts. So I want to make sure that they can get a little bit of color before then. So what you mean is you're going to burn them in the sun today, and then they're going to hurt, and you'll complain about that the rest of the week. And then when you run, you'll complain about the fact that your burnt legs are sore from rubbing against the shorts. 
No. Yes, no, they won't be burned sad. by then. I'm going to I'm going to put on some sunscreen. They're going to be just golden brown by All the right. end of the day today. All right. I am just going to be uh-huh. I'm just going to be a golden goddess. I'm glad you know how that works. I do. All right. So so with the, we've got a lot of other stuff to talk about today. Uh, coming up on the show in just a little while, one of our fine sponsors Anton from Sorrells. Yes, from Sorrells on Hawthorne. Sorrells on Hawthorne, 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Going to be on here for a huge major announcement. For Yes, for, for Sorrells. Yes, major announcement. Much like a major award is a leg lamp, a major announcement is coming from Anton. Today, <laughs> major award, major announcement and from award. Anton. Yes. From Anton. Coming up here on the show just a little bit. Um, also, one of our other fine sponsors, the Bike Gallery. Of course, the Bike Gallery, with uh, many different locations here in the Portland area for mm-hmm. you to go to. We'll, um, we're going to do our, our Bike Gallery update tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow we will do that. Yes. And uh, big thank you to, uh, I noticed there were some people that were talking about how they went and picked up a bike from Bike Gallery, which you can do for uh, by going to our website at uh, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Bike Gallery link and you can get a coupon for 10% off. Yep, or if you want to go to bikegallery.com and check out all the different locations, there's one downtown, there's on Woodstock, mm-hmm. there's uh, Sandy, there's they're everywhere. So if you want to find the one closest to you, they also offer used bikes as well and you can do trade-ins. You just have to go and check at the specific uh, different places to see what they do you know, at the particular yep. Bike Gallery location. So bikegallery.com, also bikegallery.com slash funemployment and you can print out the coupon. Yes, and, that, can, and that way they know that you heard of them from us. Yes, and even if you don't want to use the coupon, just go in and say, like, hey, I heard about you from Sarah and Greg. I yes. put my name first. I just wanted to see if you were going to say anything. No, that's not correct, <laughs> that's okay. It'll still work. It'll still apply. Yes. All right, so tons of stuff coming up today, but I think maybe we should bring on our super secret Monday guest, because he was not here last week. Well, that's true. So, I mean, he is kind of a secret guest, because there there isn't any continuity anymore. The continuity has been shaken. Right, so now it is a secret. He is a secret, because nobody, maybe nobody knows who it is. Oh, wait. Shocking secrets about to be revealed. Yes. Right here on Fun Employment Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we give you the mystery man himself, Mr. Aaron Duran. Hello, sir. Oh, hello. Oh, welcome back, Aaron. Oh, you have no idea how good it is to be back. (laughs) So how long Uh, were you gone? uh, I left Sunday at 6 a.m. and I came back Friday afternoon. Oh, boy. I haven't been... The last time I was in Susanville that long is when I lived there. Oh, So God. you went down to your hometown of Susanville. Yes. Susanville, California. Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible place. <laughs> a horrible little place. <laughs> By your descriptions alone, now I kind of want to go. No, I you don't. Go visit. No, no, you don't. It's kind of like Port St. Lucie. Like, I, I know I don't want to go there, but I do want to go but there. But at least, like, Port St. Lucie, like... Granted, you take your life in your hands every time, mm-hmm. but if you're going to die in Port St. Lucie, at least you know you're going to make headlines. Like, it's going to be interesting. Or funny, or like maybe a well, living for other people. Yeah, living zombie eats your face off, or yeah. or maybe someone chokes you with your own vast deference, or maybe like there's Ew. a there's a st- roided out alligator. I mean, there's so many ways to die in Port St. Lucie that are at least good show fodder. Okay, that's true. You know, you go out with style. Well, that's what everyone that that's what we have to strive to be in your passing. Good yeah, show fodder. Yeah, but in Susan, when you die, it's just going to be. Uh, <laughs> like and that's and that's gonna and be might it. as well make a show of it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, oh, it's a horrible, horrible place. Uh, I still love it when you pull up into the town. There's a sign that says population seventeen thousand, um, which is hilarious. Yes, because every time part of Susanville's deal and the can that Susanville's deal with both the state of California and the federal government uh-huh. is that whenever they open a new prison, they get to count the inmate population in their census. So a town that supposedly hates government handouts and wishes that the brown man in the White House would go away because he's ruining America. Sure, right. sure. 
hates all of that. That it's the worst thing to happen. All those handouts and entitlements and the government is evil. Don't blah 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 blah. blah. You sure as shit better believe that when the handouts come, Susanville wants to count them inmates so they get more money. Oh boy! <laughs> so that's their thing is they can count any inmate that yeah, they have. They do two two state prisons, one federal prison. The state might open a women's prison. There are three prisons there are in three one town. Three prisons, and well, I mean it's on the outskirts, but yeah, still. Wow. Yeah, technically it's not in Susanville city limits. It's in Lassen County, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a federal prison. I don't remember its name. And then there's this. Then there's California Correctional Center, which they just call CCC. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing interesting about it is that it was referenced in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, during the initial conversation, mm-hmm. when one of the when the first Vega brother, because remember he was going to do the Vega Brothers movie mm-hmm. at one time. Yep. So the 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 first Vega brother asks. How's your brother doing? He says, just got out of CCC. Just yeah, got out Victor of Susanville. Yeah, Vincent. Yeah, just got out of Susanville. He's oh, talking yeah. about that. Okay. Oh, Claim to uh, fame right there. Just yeah, uh, Danny Susan- Trejo did time in Susanville. Oh, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, that's true. When Scott cool. interviewed him years ago, I actually brought up doing t- that he probably cooked me a burger because you used to be able to go out there and order food if you were like if you had family that worked or lived there. Mm-hmm. You could go to the cafe. And actually, the cafeteria was really good. <laughs> There's a pretty good chance Danny Trejo made me a burger. Oh, my That's God. Awesome. Um, okay, well, let me ask you this. Since you grew up in a prison town, I have been – I brought this up on the show last week. Okay. And I've been trying to understand what is the fascination with women – Marrying inmates, like people they meet, like That's through online question. things, he or would know that, or through mail, <laughs> <I would>. like, <laughs> like even, I don't know how they even get in contact with these inmates, but they become. Oh, you can write anybody in prison. Well, so how is it? Why you can actually is this, ask for the list? Why does this happen then? Why are women attracted to dudes who are locked up? That could be locked up for like twenty years. They never met on the outside, but they meet them while they're inside for a, you know, go there for a visiting day or whatever, and fall in love. And get I, married. You know what? That I don't like. I get to a point. There's the cliche of the chicks that like the bad boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there might be something to that, but the yeah, rest but the I don't. Yeah, the bad boy's locked up in jail. Well, he really can't hurt you then. <laughs> I mean, you could say you're my man's in prison for killing somebody. You know, but he can never come out. And <laughs> I, don't, I mean, and I'm I don't not know. I mean, um, part of it is um, <laughs> part of it is if you get knocked up. I don't know how it works in other states, but in California, you marry a dude in prison, and you get knocked up during a conjugal visit. Guess who pays child support? Is it the state? Yeah, no kidding. <sighs> that makes a hell of a lot more. Okay. Sense. Well, not all, of them, but the state sure as shit helps. Okay. Well, yeah. California spends way too much money on prisons, which I can't get bad because that's what fuels my family. Like that's what, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's what keeps them off the streets. A couple huh. of them are in prison, but you know, okay, it's a California <laughs> thing. Are there a lot of women from Susanville who have married prisoners? No. See, if you're in a prison town, that's very much frowned upon. Okay. Like you don't do that. And in fact, if you are even suspected of having any kind of social connection with an inmate they will fire you like they will they will let you and there's well, been a couple work for them if you yeah work yeah for okay yeah there's been a couple of female guards that have uh, made poor choices oh and like the state does not fuck around the two things will get you fired damn near instantly are caught with drugs they will dump you so fast and fraternizing with um, inmate population. But isn't that like with any, I mean, like uh, my entire knowledge of the prison system is from Orange is the New Black. And, oh, wow. uh, <laughs> and Which they get some of that right. The one thing they get really wrong yeah. are how all the admin people work, operate. Okay. Well, because I was seeing how like one of the guys, uh, spoiler alert, is, is having a relationship with one of the female inmates. And then like there's also drug smuggling and such. But I mean, it seems yeah. pretty like even in that prison setting, it's like that seems like that will get you immediately removed if there's well, any kind of fraternization. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what a federal prison. Right, I'm assuming the rules are all the same. Any Friday, yeah, you're fired. You're out. Yeah, 
Um, now it has happened that like women and and, and my only experience only is with female guards because it's it's all men's presence out there. Um, the, I have heard of female guards or admin women that have quit so that they can then openly date whoever is in prison. Wow. Wow. It's just weird. That that place is fucking weird, man. It's um, ugh, it's so depressing too. <laughs> um, and what's so great is like you'll come in over the hill because you actually have to go over a hill. Susanville is in a, it is literally in a. They call it the Susanville the the Honey Lake Basin, which <laughs> is a nice way of saying Susanville is literally a toilet bowl. Oh wow! It is surrounded by. It is at the. I'm trying to think here, it is at the. Uh, kind of like the end of the Cascades but the beginning of the Sierra Nevadas. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of that. It's a 5,000 foot high desert. So it's 5,000 feet above sea level but it's still a desert. Yeah. High plains desert. Yeah. And it's in the and it's in a basin. So it it's just a horrible, horrible, terrible place. <laughs> so, but, but basically to say to anyone to come into town you have to come over a summit. You got to come down in. And as you're going over you see like these bright lights and you think Man, what a happen in town? Yeah. Man, it's one o'clock in the morning, and there's still shit going on. Maybe this Susanville isn't that bad. That's not the town. That's the three prisons <laughs> that are all within. Two of them are literally. I think they almost they have like a dividing no man's land, but I think they're maybe two hundred yards apart. And okay. then the federal prison is out on the other side. But yeah. Um, so there's these giant, and also there's a there's a there's the Herlong Air Force Base, which is well now they call it Herlong Army Depot. It used to be an Air Force Base, and it's about. 40 minutes south of Susanville like you're heading towards Reno so mm-hmm. southeast I don't know if it's still this way it probably is because this is not something you can just fucking move um, Susanville slash Herlong used to be a first strike town oh really because the quote army depot um, it's the worst kept secret in like in that area shit ton of nukes just parked under there gotcha. oh boy. okay so Susanville is like a top 10 West Coast target if something ever goes down because they're like, you know, take them out, which is fine. It's like the best thing that happened in that town is to nuke it. Like once my family <laughs> leaves. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's an awful place. So it's, it's really weird when I watch shows like Orange is the New Black. They get some things right. A, women's prisons, way fucking meaner than that. Mm-hmm. Way meaner. Um, men's prison, I mean, everything you think that happens does happen. But at least with men, like, they might kill you, but then like the shit's done. Yeah. You know, like they don't, the men's prisons for the most part don't carry grudges. If you live through your shiving or your beating, fine. You fucking live through it. Yeah. Learn your lesson. Shut your goddamn mouth. Women's prisons are just fucking mean and they're nasty. And women, yeah, women are just mean. They're and just horrible, horrible to each they're other. They're horrible to well, each other. They're horrible yeah. in life to each other. I can't even imagine being in the confines of a prison. Yeah. Um, if you like go. The hierarchy would it's be like an adult locker room where you're forced to be there forever and ever and ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what the federal prison's dress code is. The, the California prisons, uh, they call them uh, inmate blues because the they make their own, they have their own denim, basically. They make their own jeans. So you can always tell a California inmate because they are always wearing blue shirt and blue jeans like non-dyed so if you go visit uh, it used to be you couldn't wear denim at all if you went to the prison oh so you wouldn't be confused okay gotcha. yeah because if a guard yells down if something happens oh. they just start shooting and they shoot anybody wearing blue jeans that still stands jeez that's terrifying in the, in the towers yeah yeah the towers the only things in the in the guard in this system i don't know about other states in california which by the way spoilers if you want to do some um <laughs> prisons are not they're not armed the only thing that has weapons in a prison are the guard towers okay 
Well, yeah, because you, are, you inmate, are not armed if you're a guard. Otherwise, an inmate could take the weapon. Yeah. yeah. There is no weapons lock. There are, but they're in the towers. Oh, my God. And they have, like, triple redundancies. Um, when you go into the prison system, if, say, like, I'd go to visit my mom at lunch, and she's like, you know me, he'll come out. And your mom wasn't an inmate. No, she, she worked out there. She was the warden's assistant by the time she just retired. She was the warden's executive assistant. My dad was a sergeant. My grandpa was a sergeant. My grandma works out there. My fucking sister works out there. Long line of prison <laughs> work. Look, your options, are, like, your options are Walmart. The mills, which have all closed, or the prison. If you want to make, well, we don't make money at Walmart. Yeah. If you want to make money in Susanville, you either own property. Uh, you are one of the three guys that still owns every building in town. Yeah. The good old boy system. You are one of like the three doctors. Which, by the way, there are so many people in Susanville, and not enough doctors to prescribe anything. That per capita, Susanville consumes more Vicodin than any other city in the in the state. Wow. <laughs> Just pop pills like here, take a Vicodin. Take a Vicodin, like because they can't handle it. Um, but I remember when you go into the when you go into the prisons, the you don't even sign anything. The minute you cross the second checkpoint, first they check your car, then you park your car, and you go in the building. The moment you cross the building, you don't even sign anything. There is a big sign above the door that says you are waiving all rights. Uh, you are waiving all citizen rights when you walk through this door. You are you are also not liable for any bodily harm or death that could happen without a moment's notice. No. Wow. Yeah, when you walk in there, your life is actually forfeit. The government, the state, does not negotiate with rioters. So they'll run these drills where they'll have people take like my oh, mom. Oh God, I think you remember telling. I remember you telling me this like a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, they run these drills where they quote they take me. you they take you hostage, and it's all about the negotiator gets you out. They will not negotiate. Like, you will die. They will not let you out. They, they will, they they will basically say they will not send anybody in to help They you. will not send anybody in. If the inmate says, I will fucking kill this woman if you don't do this, they'll be like, either okay. he gives up or he has to kill them. Because wow. the inmate has to know, if I kill her, they're going to come in and storm me and I'm done. Right. Yeah, th- that's the whole, and even the inmates know it. Like, you, you, if you take three people in this office hostage, you're not getting out. We're not letting you out, period. Yeah. So your options are to give up and have sent have time put on for doing what you did, or kill them. We and then we fucking storm the building, and then it's even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never Damn. ever. That's the town I grew there, up in. Ever. That's so. What did you? So did you have any exciting <laughs> times this past week in Susanville? Oh, um, by the way, really quick, Rick in the ch- live chat says Aaron should work for the Susanville Tourism Council. So just that <laughs> that's <too>. what's really <laughs> frustrating about that town. Like if you were into the outdoors. Susanville, apart from the ocean, Susanville is literally an hour away from almost any kind of outdoor activity you'd want to do. Mm. It has beautiful streams, rivers, lakes, desert, forests, any kind of outdoor activity you might want to do. Like, you can do it there, but the town mm. just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Their, their motto is actually the land of never sweats. What the <laughs> fuck does I that mean? That I don't know. The land of never sweats? They might as well call it Susanville, California. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the town of eh. enough. You can just smell the eh, fuck it when you drive into town. <laughs> so I went there to visit my family and see my friends Ryan and Kenny that we all kind of converged on the town for different reasons. We were all there for the same week. So that was really cool. Oh my god, you're right. Susanville, the land of never sweats. Yeah. What the hell? I don't know what, what that, does that mean. It's so weird. I don't know. <laughs> um It doesn't even make any sense. Our gym got eaten by a sinkhole once. That was cool. Because by the way, Susanville also built it's also got two volcanoes <laughs> near it so it was built on a bunch of fucking geothermal sinkholes so I remember one year there's a huge town <laughs> and the whole town vibrated and because it's rednecks even though this was 1993 or whatever that we didn't even know what the word terrorism meant yet we we're all like they're all like brown people they're, 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 
they're terrified of Mexicans at Seussville, by the way. Which, hey, made my high school fun. <laughs> um, what it was is that a sinkhole had literally swallowed up the girls' gym. And it wasn't in Florida. Yeah, No, Seussville is the Florida of California. Okay, it's kind of sounding like it. The, the Port St. Lucie of, of California. I just yeah. love the idea of the land of never sweats. I'm yeah, looking at this. Like, it doesn't even give an, a definition of the land of never sweats. It just no. says, uh, the Honey Lake Valley settlers were known as the never sweats, a term that persisted until well into the 60s. And that's all that it says. Yeah, there were no, that's like, it, the least it. amount of lice per capita <laughs> in Lassen County. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> not <laughs> true. Um, well, here's what's great. Like, it, it's not what's great. Like, when, when the settlers pushed west, there were a lot of, like, confrontations with the Indians and it was bloody and horrible and all that stuff. Right. Settlers got to Susanville or that area and the Maidu and the Paiute tribes that lived in that area went, take it. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> like they knew. They're like, go ahead and go ahead. Move into this shithole. <laughs> it's all yours, man. We'll just, because we'll just, they went to climb it. They're like, stay. Have fun. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, people are questioning, Aaron, if you, you know, we're all self-professed sweaty people. Like, how could you be from the land of the never sweats? It's like me being from the land of the never sweats. I, I sweat like a mother. Maybe that's me why too. they never liked me there. Maybe that's why you didn't fit in. I was, they were like, look at that guy. Look how much he sweats. <laughs> he does He's not clearly a flatlander. Here. That's what they call him. Greg knows that term. Flatlanders? Flatlander? Um, well, I mean, I live, grew up in the valley, so. Oh, so you are a flatlander. I guess so. Surrounded by mountains, but yeah, still. Yeah. Anyone, not from, Sus- anyone not from Susanville or Chester or Quincy are flatlanders. Okay, because you see someone who drives. That's a driver like a flatlander. <laughs> um, we still have so this thing. It's so great. We still have this thing called the big gray elephant. So I'm just going away. About 20 years ago or so, the thing that was going to save that town was going to be an incinerator, <laughs> a giant industrial incinerator. It's an incinerator twice the size, maybe even three times the size of the building we're in. Okay. Huge. That is enormous. And it was going to generate, and it's it's a it's a thing that some places do. Susanville was going to truck in all the garbage in the state and from Reno because we're right by Reno, Nevada. Reno is the only reason why I'm not insane, by the way. Yeah. That was my escape. Yeah. So the plan was that they were going to truck in all this garbage and then burn it, and use the heat to generate electricity. Mind you, like I said before, Susanville is under geothermal plants. It already has the cheapest electricity, like, in the state. So there's no need for this. There was no need for it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the city spent, like, at the time, like, $15 million to build this thing. And I shouldn't laugh at this, but an old woman got incinerated because she went, she went looking for a cat and she, she fell in. Oh. Oh, man. So they closed it down and they opened it, like, a month later with new safety precautions. What they didn't tell anybody is that it had new owners and it was no longer going to be a garbage incinerator. It was going to be a medical waste incinerator. Oh, Jesus Christ. That would just spew whatever into the sky. Me- oh, God. Medical. Wow. All of a sudden, these trucks show up with a big old fucking biohazard. People are like, wait how a come, minute. How come the dump is filling up, but the incinerator is still on? And they're like, well, <laughs> we've changed business partners. We're now a medical incinerator. And people are like, no. That was the one time Susan went, that may not be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't put that into the air. Like, oh, it, prom- that's so like gross. it was going to employ like 200 people. Okay, that's going to run like 24 hell on earth. Like and then the they closed it, and it's still there right by the college. It's like medical waste streaming through the air, three pr- surrounded by three prisons. Well, at the time, it would have just been one prison, but yeah. Okay. Um, it's the only school, I think, west of the Mississippi where you can get an AA in rodeo and gunsmithing. You can get an AA in rodeo? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess you have to know what you're doing, yeah. but... Well, it comes with the ranching. I mean, yeah. And yeah. Gun- actually, the gunsmithing, the, I believe, if I remember correctly, the gunsmithing... Is what makes the most money at that college, the program. Okay. Because cops, like um, police departments, send their cops 
like certain cops to Susanville to spend two glorious years getting their AA and gunsmithing. Wow. Wow, you win. Yeah. You win. Yeah. I thought my town was trashy. No, you fucking no, win. You have, no. Hands yeah. down. And it's depressing. It's like a mini Detroit. Literally half the buildings are empty. Damn. With like for lease or for rent signs. Why wouldn't anybody want to stay there? I don't yeah, understand. This glowing review. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll post so a link was, to this on Susanville's Wikipedia page. Yes, want to know about Susanville? I'm on the Check Wikipedia page. Are you? As yeah. a famous alum. As a famous alum, yeah. I always wanted to be on the Bremerton one, but alas, I have never made it. Yeah, I think it's myself. Yourself one, um, <laughs> I think a guy know. named uh, Ken Sheehy, who's a NASCAR driver. Um, Ken Shamrock, the MMA fighter. Oh, yeah, yeah really? Ken Shamrock, yeah. Uh, I got beat over the head by his mom. Mrs. Shamrock. Mrs. Shamrock. Shame I, on her. I cut her off. You mean his name actually is Shamrock? Yeah. Oh, wow. I apparently cut her off one day, and she followed me to the Denny's, <laughs> and she walked in, and she beat me over the head with her purse, which apparently I got lucky because she carried a thirty-eight in that purse all the time. Wow. <laughs> all right, Aaron, you win. You win. You win. It's just but a tip of what I could tell about that Yeah. Town. It's an amazing place. Damn. And by amazing means I – there's nothing could get me to move back. Yeah. Literally, there was a time – I think it was right before I met Jen – where I was going through some some financial you like briefly hard contemplated no no okay. no that's the thing like I was going through <laughs> some bad financial times like I was I was a month away from living on the street oh I mean I had friends that I probably could have crashed at but that's the level I was at mm-hmm. I talked to my mom and I was like Mijo just come home like regroup and you know save up I won't charge you rent just stay home for a year regroup and move back like mm. it's tough times whatever and I don't swear it from my mom I just don't. Yeah, it's always been that way. I think my mom's heard me swear five times when because she doesn't listen to shows. I don't let her listen to any shows. Oh God, no! Ever. I never. So let I my don't parents. swear in front of her. This was one of the times where I said, "Mom, I would literally rather suck cock under the Burnside Bridge for money before move back to that town." Mio, <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean that. I said, "No, I really do." I said, "I will take a shot in the mouth every night to not ever move back there again." Wow. She's like, "Okay, well, good luck." <laughs> You'd be pretty popular if you went in the prison system, though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, sure would that's be. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the same prison. Remember the story years ago on Emerson Show about the guy whose penis got shredded? Yes. That was that prison. Okay. Yeah. I, I would wow. believe that. I have learned so much about Susanville so far today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did not expect that. Yeah. I know. It's a magical place. It's a magical place. <laughs> it's the place. land of never sweats. <laughs> of the never sweats, mm-hmm. which means none of us can ever go there. No. Oh, I love that name. All right. Well, should we shift gears a little? <laughs> yeah. Do we uh, want to do a little bit of ball talk? I've got some got some updates. There's some. I've heard there's some. Cra- I don't follow the balls so much. There's a, there's a potpourri. But of I balls heard that today. there's there's some crazy stuff going. There's on. There's a smattering and some things that I need to update. Let me just say, baseball is one giant soap opera. Ooh. It may like actually it. get you interested in baseball. I like to watch the dramatics. Are people like? Are they fighting? Kind of in Ooh. their own way. Ooh. Oh yeah. There's all kinds of stuff going on. There's a lot of he said, she said. We'll get to that in a minute. Hello, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. Uh, like I said, smattering of balls. <laughs> We've got a couple of good ball stories here. And actually some people who don't have balls but did something awesome. So in Russia. Internal balls. Of course, the <laughs> Russian, uh, the World Athletic Championships are going on in Moscow right now. And there's a lot of, uh, lot of talk about the fact that Russia just passed that new anti-gay law. Yeah, not We're, a fan of the gays. Not a fan of the gays. No, nope, do not Basically, like them. and I'm paraphrasing Bastard. it, but basically what the anti-gay law says, uh, we're not discriminating against gays, but you can't do anything publicly. You can't be near a child. You can't talk about it, and you can't uh, so form in any kind of uh, protest for it. Basically, it's trying to stamp out gays. It's, it's essentially what they're doing without saying it. And, um, you know, a lot of athletes from around the world are talking about, you know, the Olympics are coming up, and... 
Russia said they're going to enforce their laws during that. Well, now even some of the Russian athletes are protesting it. This was kind of cool. So there were um, with the with the World Athletic Games going on right now, the four by four hundred meter women's winners happen to be Russian athletes. So these Russian women won it, and two of them on the podium while they're getting their medals kissed each other. I guess it was kind of hot. That is amazing. It was kind of hot. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they kissed each other on the stand in front of the entire Russian crowd and, you know, basically daring the the government to do something about it, which they probably will. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, Russia. Mm. And they'll never be seen again. Yeah, then that's, that's it. That is a risky, I mean, as, as little a thing that seems like, you know, here, that's a huge deal there. Like, they, they put their lives at risk, basically, oh, yeah. by doing that. By just giving each other a peck. I mean, it was just a quick kiss, but It's still. like the entire country is a really cold Alabama. I think like 1965 Alabama. Oh, we you need to go to Alabama right now. With gays. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> Still, that's true. But they would be a little more secret about it, not yeah. quite as out in the that's open. That's true. So, yeah, anyway, it's uh, it, good for them. Good for them is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I also, mean, and here's hoping that they're safe. And also, like I said, they're pretty hot. So, uh, moving on to ball talk. It's <laughs> all that matters. Here's the most exciting thing that could ever happen in the offseason of hockey. So the Philadelphia Flyers are attempting to set a new Guinness Book of World Record, and um, they are asking fans to join them. And actually, well, I guess it would have happened today. So it started at 11 a.m. today, East Coast time. And what they're trying to set the record for is the most people to simultaneously watch paint dry. (laughs) (laughs) So they painted their new logos in the – they play in the Wells Fargo Center. They painted the new logos and lines on the ice – and then set up a Facebook invite to get as, pack as many people in there as possible to all watch the paint dry. And it's noted in the article that I read that as of, I believe this was Sunday when I watched this, 38 people had confirmed they were going to be attending. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know how it wow. ended up. I don't know if they did end up setting the record, but um, I'd assume it's still continuing. I'll wait with bated breath until we know. You know, that the poor Pittsburgh Penguins, like no one has ever liked that team. Uh, well, this is the Philadelphia, or the Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers. I'm sorry, because we were almost we almost got the Penguins. We, we almost got the Penguins. That's right. Yeah, and then that uh, Mario Lemieux squashed that. Yeah, but yes. yeah. So that's uh, the Flyers attempting to set the record. Sarah, this is a story that has to do with you. I think in with some me. way because you are such a fan of this gentleman, and you may not be happy about this. So the Which World one? Gyoza Eating Championships took place. Are you? Uh, is- is, in my, Los is, my, Angeles. is my boy in the news? Is Joey Chestnut in there representing? Joey Chestnut was in there representing. Of course, he's 2012. So what it is is gyozas are basically pot stickers. It's, it's pot sticker competition, pot sticker eating competition. Pot stickers are delicious. Ooh, now, Joey Chestnut set the world record in 2012 of 266 pot stickers. Wow. Eaten in 10 minutes. Oh, that's, that's a, a, that's lot, a lot of pot, pot stickers. stickers. Yeah. However... He's no longer he's no longer the champion nor the record holder. Matt Stoney, a man by the name of Matt Stoney, also from San Jose, where Joy Chestnut is from, and who weighs uh, 110 pounds less than Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut weighs 230 pounds. Matt Stoney weighs 120 pounds, ate 268 pot stickers in 10 Fuck minutes. that guy. Claiming the championship and the world record, snatching it from Joey Chestnut's greasy hands, and now... Joey Chestnut's hands are never greasy. He cleans them after every eating. Uh, Joey, Joey Chest- Chestnut is a god. He's greasy. He's greasy. Look at that man. He so eats- what you're saying is now I'm in possession of a hot diggity dogger signed by a loser. Yes. Ugh. See, I don't know. Look at it this way, Sarah. He's still is champion of the hot dog, which is where your heart lies. This is true. I, do, I really don't have any loyalty 
toward pot stickers. Because let's be honest, pot stickers not mm. a very American food. Well, and they're like I. I haven't had a lot of satisfactory pot stickers. Whereas on the flip side, I have had many wonderful hot dogs. Yeah. Don't cut that out. Well, I'm just. And the good thing is that the title still does stay with an American. So as long as we're on top, San Jose apparently they they grow some good eaters there. They do. <laughs> that's the second one. So I'm just saying though, everybody has their has their peak where they start falling off. Joey Chestnut has not reached his peak. He's just uh, begun. It's true. Matt Stoney's 19 years old. It He's on like, the up and coming. It was like when Joe Montana went to the Chiefs, and you're like, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or when Jordan went to the Wizards, like, oh. Yeah. Or like when like Beckham came to L.A. Yeah. You're like, oh, yay. He's the champion. But it's like, oh, look. He's mm, not so much. He just can't keep it down. No. Mm. Plus, hot dogs are a lot more complicated to eat than pot stickers anyway. I mean, there's a lot more bun action. There's a lot. There, there's a, a lot more bread, and I think that that's a more impressive feat than eating a bunch of greasy pot stickers. I, Joey Chestnut is still a champion in my eyes. Um. Okay. Well, I'm just saying clock, he's the clock might be ticking, not a though. champion to the rest of the world. Well, because as people get older, they want to eat less. That is not true. Joey Chestnut still wants to keep on eating. Just gonna shove his corpse with hot dogs. You can't <laughs> die, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> that's the sound of meeting hot dogs. All right, moving on to ball talk. Remind me to never watch you eat a hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Or Aaron doing whatever he can to not go back to Susanville. All right, moving on to ball talk. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. (laughs) Uh, Let's get let's get to the soap opera, the soap opera of Major League Baseball. Tapping now. So. <clears throat> why don't you I'm gonna try to set cue, the stage? Why don't you cue me for soap opera music? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you do that because I have to set the stage anyway. Okay. So there's a lot of things going on in baseball, and I need to give just a little bit of a, it, kind of like a, a glossary here, real quick, of who I'm going to talk about. Okay, Ryan Braun. I'm going to talk about Ryan Braun. Now he plays for the Milwaukee Brewers. He was the uh, MVP, I believe, two years ago. However, then you know he was he was. Lauded by baseball. Everybody loved Ryan Braun, kind of the golden boy. Sure. And then he got busted for performance-enhancing drugs, but he denied it the entire way until basically baseball said, now we got proof you're suspended for 50 games. So really knocked his reputation. He went out for a while, but now he's back playing again. Then the other person we're going to talk about is, of course, Alex Rodriguez, (laughs) who is, I mean, legitimately known as one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Mm -hmm. Still still in his career. I believe he's, I don't know, 37-8. Somewhere in there. 37. 37, yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Um, so still technically in the prime of his 20 career. 20 years left in a baseball career. Yeah. Um, and could even break the home run record if he kept going. He's, he's, he could legitimately do that. We're going to talk about him as well. So he was also tainted with steroid stuff. Now let's get into the soap opera part. All right. Well, I am ready. Here, waiting on just a second. Let me pull up the music. <gasps> Days of Our Lives theme? Yeah, it's The Young and the Restless. Okay. That's right. Now this is a lot of soap opera stuff, so I'm going to do my best to explain. Ah, there we go. Is this, is this soap opera? Sounds more like I'm going to a goth club in like some 1980s movie. Cry, little sister. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down a dangerous yeah, alley. It sounds like a, like background Twin Peaks music. Here, wait, hang on. I found so I found soap opera piano number one. If you would have given me time to prepare, then I could have had it. Yeah, that kind of works. I guess it works enough. I I suppose. All right, Ryan Braun. Now, Ryan Braun actually was a 65 game suspension that he received. When uh, and he was suspended in February of 2012. Now he made lots of appeals, saying that he didn't do it. He even called other players, and this, this is what's coming out right now, to try to 
rally on his behalf, proclaiming his innocence. By the way, he was not innocent, as it turns out. But Mm. before this happened, he called these other players, asking them to help him. And you may remember this a little bit, because what happened with his case originally, when he was appealing, was that there was... This is somebody who's employed by Major League Baseball, who is a urine collector. Uh Who collects the urine samples from the players for the drug testing. The P-Man. Yep, the P-Man. So the P-Man's name is Dino Lorenzi Jr., I'm the P-Man. So I'm Dino, Dino Lorenzi Jr. is the guy that collected the urine. It ended up, long story short, it ended up being that baseball threw out that original, uh, like accepted his appeal and threw out the suspension originally because the they said that the urine sample was mishandled. Okay. But here's <gasps> was he where, the one that put the urine sample like in the refrigerator with the food or fridge. something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> now here's what's coming out, though, about what Ryan Braun did. So he called all of his other players and all of it, like major stars at the time, and telling them, look, man, I'm innocent. I need your help to go out and publicly protest this. And other players backed him up and did go ahead and do that. And they publicly lauded saying, Ryan Braun is innocent. This is ridiculous. You know, this is a witch hunt. All the while, he was guilty. Now, the other thing he did was he also decided to make a case and try to privately make a case to all these other players and different media outlets against the urine sample collector. They did it against Dino Lorenzi Dino Jr. Dino the pee collector? Dino the pee what collector Dino do? was the God. victim of a Ryan Braun mission to slander him. Now, Ryan Braun is uh, Jewish. Mm-hmm. He made accusations that Dino Lorenzi Jr., the, the urine collector, was an anti-Semite. Oh. And on top of that, a Cubs fan. <gasps> dun, dun, from dun. rival Chicago. But they actually did this. Like, this is what him and his team did. They put out this stuff try- thinking that this might get traction. Mm-hmm. That because... Okay. And by the way, these are just allegations they were making up. Sure. There is no no proof that Dino Lorenzi Jr. is anti-Semitic because he collects pee. So, so they tried to do this and tried to slander this poor guy. And, you know, it didn't end up... It didn't end up working as far as it didn't take publicly, but now it is coming out. So, but is he a Cubs fan? Is he a Cubs but fan? Is he a Cubs fan? And why? <laughs> <laughs> so, what's basically happened right now is now that it's become public, all of this different stuff. A lot of the players dislike Ryan Braun. Well, why would they not? They dislike him because they've been lied to. They've been lied to. Yes. Now let's go on to the other side. Uh oh. Of the soap opera. Okay. So that's the Ryan Braun thing. Now, the other side of the soap opera has to do with, of course, Alex Rodriguez. Now, A-Rod is fighting a Major League Baseball suspensions right now. He has appealed it. I think there's about another like week and a half before they come up with a final decision whether baseball will throw out his suspension or just uh, or A-Rod will have to take the 211-game suspension that they want to levy on him, which is would be the first time. I mean, that's, that's an enormous suspension. It's basically right below banning him for life. Okay. Like right in the prime of yeah, his that, career. Is you that take two years? Is that a year? It's a year plus some. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Dang. 320 games in a season, 211 games. So it would be a season plus. So that's – they basically, you know, ruin his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe legitimately so with all the stuff that he's supposedly done. So, so part of it that's coming out now is that Alex Rodriguez, in his own way to get back at everyone else, didn't just didn't call the other players to get them to laud for him. Instead, he ratted them out by <gasps> handing Major League Baseball a list of other players. He Bastard. named names. He named names. He never named names. He named names, um, including Ryan Braun. He threw Ryan Braun under the bus. When Major League Baseball was first investigating, A-Rob was like, ah, well, if you ignore what? me, here's a list of some other gentlemen that you may mm. want to investigate, including one of his own teammates at the time. <laughs> So, 
Arod allegedly named names, and this was just has just come out in this last week. Now, since his suspension hasn't gone into effect, it's an appeal. He's still playing. And last night, <laughs> there was quite quite a fiasco that took place. So, Ooh, I like fiasco. So Wait, nobody died, right? Nobody died. Okay. Now, like Alex fiasco. Rodriguez and the Yankees were playing at the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox and Yankees, huge rivalry, biggest one of the biggest rivalries in all of sports. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those two teams and their fan bases, yeah, they hate each other. So A-Rod was there at bat in, the Boston, in Boston Stadium. <laughs> and Ryan Dempster, who was the pitcher for the Red Sox, was facing him, threw three times in a row, clearly trying to hit him, but didn't quite hit him. <laughs> Fourth time, totally beamed him in the side. And, oh, I mean, shit, and they throw hard, too. Well, and this is what, I mean, a lot of times, you know, pitchers will do this. If somebody hits their player, they'll go back and retaliate and hit the other player on another team. It's just the way baseball works. Mm-hmm. Like Sometimes you throw rules. a little chin music to send a message, like, don't cry the plate, sucker. You do. Yeah. yeah. So they hit him, and A-Rod didn't charge. However... The entire the entire Boston uh, dugout where all their players were stormed onto the field, getting ready to fight the Yankees <laughs> over a or a, over a Rod getting hit by a baseball. The please, Yankees dugout. Please tell me they didn't charge. Did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, you're supposed to go defend your fellow teammate at all costs. Like your your teammate gets hit. By like clearly not an accident. The guy intentionally hit him. There's so no he was aiming question. at him. There was no way. No full on question. Full about on it. beamed him. Full on beamed him and tried three pitches beforehand. Just couldn't hit him. A Rod was dodging him. Did the ump toss out the pitcher? The ump did not toss <laughs> out the pitcher. <laughs> what? The ump instead tossed out the Yankees manager Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi ran out there. Doing the right thing and protesting the fact that this pitcher just clearly <laughs> nailed like a, this player. What the fuck happened? Like, yeah, yeah, and was yelling at the ump. The ump threw out the Yankees manager, <laughs> let A Rod take his base, did not throw out the pitcher, and none of, no other player in the Yankees dugout came out to defend A Rod. Oh, wow. On top of that, I did not anticipate you saying that. While A Rod was taking his bench, the entire Boston crowd started chanting, You're a cheater. You're <laughs> a cheater. <laughs> And that is what... How bad do you have to mess up? Like, A-Rod could have, like, fucked every single wife of the Yankees players, and yep. they still would have charged the pitcher. They still would have defended him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and <laughs> even with the even the fact that he's known to be, I guess, he's an asshole, is what all the rumors are. Like, nobody likes him <laughs> in general. Yeah. But then on top of that, even with the, the performance-sensing drugs and all that stuff... I don't. I think they would have come out to defend him, except for the fact that he ratted on all those other players. It's like, <laughs> dude, if you were guilty, just take your punishment. Just take it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. where all this problem comes down to is that A Rod denies it and denies it and denies it and is a jackass, and so nobody's coming to defend him. However, the Did one he? person who will hmm. defend him is his attorney. Now, this is the other part. <laughs> of the oh, I was really I, hoping you were going to say Jose Canseco or something like that. No, Jose Canseco hates Alex Rodriguez, according to the posts I've oh, seen him. Okay. I've seen him put up. All right, so this is the final thing in the soap opera. I'm just trying to get, bring anybody up to speed. Okay. And this has to do with um, with A-Rod's attorney, who was on the Today Show today with uh, – what's the guy's name from the Today Show? Matt Lauer. Okay. So, oh, I wouldn't even know. So. so part of the whole thing is Alex Rodriguez and his attorney and his whole group have been saying the entire time, like, they would love – to come out and, and like they've been silent pretty much publicly. They won't talk about it. They won't talk about the performance enhancing drugs at all because they said there's a Major League Baseball injunction against them talking while this appeal is going on. Mm-hmm. said Major League Baseball won't let us talk. So live on the air, and I've got the audio here that I want to play for this. 
I thought that was take part of the audio you were playing. Take a little it was like bong. the lawyer was taking a bong hit on the yeah, Today a little, Show. Little bong rip from Sarah over there. That's I'm good. trying to stay hydrated. I'm panicking for it to cost. I'm just drinking nothing but water. Oh, yeah. I got to do that, too. Yeah. Take yeah. Out the bong hit. No cough. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> so this is uh, Alex Rodriguez, Rodriguez's attorney um, live on the air. His name's Anthony Bosch. Live on the air with Matt Lauer. This happened this morning. And here is here is how the interview started off. Joe Tacopina, one of Alex Rodriguez's oh, attorney, it. is with us exclusively. Joe, good morning. Nice morning to see you. Do you have the credibility, as we just heard, to make these claims? Well, you know, I, I think so. And uh, if the vice president of Major League Baseball would be good enough to waive the confidentiality clause, I'd love nothing more than to talk about Alex Rodriguez's testing history uh, and uh, various things. I would love nothing more. Joe, that office sent us a, a, a letter overnight saying they are willing to do exactly that. They good. sent me a letter saying that if you'll <laughs> sign this letter, they are willing to waive the confidentiality clause in the Joint Drug Prevention and Treatment Program, that they'll be allowed to talk about everything, and you'll be about allowed to talk about everything. And they say that would include all prior violations of the program committed by Rodriguez, mm. all documents, records, communications, text messages, and instant messages relating to Rodriguez's treatment by Anthony Bosch. Would yeah, you do we, that? We've been asking Matt for that for, I don't know, three, four weeks. Um, they would love nothing more than for us to be able to not hide behind this uh, anonymous source doctrine, which they've been doing. I just I'm received this. I'll, I'll I just this. received Obviously, it. They this say is a if you'll letter. sign it, if, everybody if, if can you, talk if about... You, if you would like me to sit and read this two-page letter No, no, no. I'm right just now. saying that they just sent that... <laughs> anyway, this went on for about six minutes of awkwardness. That's so awkward. Where Matt Lauer keeps throwing it back to him. He's like, well, here it is right here. D- Major League Baseball says you can sign this and you can talk about whatever you want. Well, uh, well, 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 that's what it went on with. Wow. Wow. That's pretty amazing. It, it is. It is an amazing uh, example just of just an attorney trying to get well, out of something live on. Television. I can't even imagine what's going to be happening the rest of the season. Like if if people are actually getting away with hitting him with a baseball, <laughs> yeah. like in the middle of a game and not getting thrown out. I can't even imagine the shit that's going to be coming for a Rod. It's going to happen again. Oh yeah. 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 It will happen again. So there he we go. Like in his locker room right now. Like, I mean, what do you even say when you go in there and it's like the rest of your team didn't even stand up for you. Like nobody I'm came out. No All they had to do was walk out. Nobody's expected to throw a punch, but you walk out and stand there with your boy. That's yeah. how baseball works. Nobody came out. Yeah. Even when the Red Sox came out, they didn't come out. So there we go. That is part of the continuing soap opera that is Major League Baseball. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, should we take a quick break and uh, get everything squared away for our guests to come in? Yes, I believe we shall. I think I we shall. I believe we shall. Well, Aaron, well, hot diggity dog, I was looking in my um, in my music archives in my mm. in my the iTunes, and I have a song by one of my favorite bands, The Vandals, and it's called Susanville, and I yeah, wanted to no, play it for there's you. Been, and it's been covered a couple times, too. Yeah. Well, I wanted to play it, so I, I figured we could play <laughs> that while we go ahead and get our guests squared away. Hooray! And, all right, here we go. Susanville. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more <laughs> Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. Wow. Yep. I still love that one. There we go. <laughs> and yep, that's your good. coconut... Pete or whatever that yeah, song is. Yeah, Coconut Pete. I can't believe greatest, I remembered that. Really? Yeah, okay. One of the greatest songs ever written for okay. a movie. 
Yeah, and you found out that song. Kevin Heffernan actually wrote that song. Yes, I was so impressed with you that. You were so it impressed. It was awesome. I Hello, know. welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Now, of course, we have Mr. Aaron Duran in here with us. But. Hello. Hello. Are you there still, Aaron? Hello. Okay, he's he's only going to speak he's in whisper there. voice for the rest of the he's show. He's just a whisper voice guy. I'm on the ghost mic. <laughs> Someone has to say that we sound either. drunk. This is not drunk. <laughs> yes. This is me on like three bottles, like giant bottles of water. Your water. Maybe I'm water drunk. You're water drunk. Right I am. Now. I'm hydrated it's drunk. Mm-hmm. It's true. Well, of course, Aaron. <laughs> health drunk. <laughs> one of the hosts of the magnificent show Geek in the City, yeah. which along with Fun Employment Radio have T-shirts available at a certain local establishment. A certain local, a certain local establishment. A certain local establishment. You say, God, I can't even talk. See, now yeah, someone I'll, put it out I'll that just, we're drunk, and now I'm acting like it. Well, God, I no. wish. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are now joined by one of the longtime supporters of both of our shows and the owner of a fantastic store on 37th and Hawthorne by the name of Sorrell's on Hawthorne. Mm -hmm. Or is it? Joined now by Mr. (laughs) Anton. Hello, sir. Hey, guys. Hi, Anton. It's so good to see you. Yep, you guys too. I can't hear myself in this. Um, Maybe maybe you're a little... How's there, that? can you hear? Whoa, I can hear everybody now. Yeah. Okay, there you go. There you go. That's the ticket. <laughs> awesome. So how, how are you? Good. How are you? How was your weekend? I know it was the Hawthorne Street Fair, so it was pretty crazy, huh? It was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts, but it was a lot of fun. We enjoyed seeing a lot of people. In fact, uh, Abby and Caroline, uh, who are fans of Courage, came by and picked up a couple of Courage t-shirts. Awesome. Oh, very cool. Thank you, Abby and Caroline. <laughs> and uh, I do actually have a question for you. Okay. How do you pronounce this great state of ours? Oregon. 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 A little something fun from the store here. Oh, 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 oh I love that sticker. Pentagon, hexagon, Oregon. <laughs> Never. Never. Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sticker's awesome. awesome. That's for you guys. We should oh, probably put awesome. that up Thank so you. when people come in, then they don't know how to cr- but properly pronounce it. We and then put that up know. there yeah. and let them know. Yes. Let them yeah, know. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. So, um, Sorrells, how long have you guys been open now? Uh, that well, you've owned. Oh, that we have owned it. Well, the, the store has been open for over 20 years, and we have owned it for almost two years. It'll be two years in November. Wow. It's, it feels like it's been longer, but at the same time, we can't believe how fast yeah. time has gone by. That's awesome. Yeah, for us, it's going to be four years in November for it, our show. It doesn't even seem like it that to me. It doesn't at all. No. Yeah, not at all. But it flies wow. by. It does. Well, congratulations on your almost two years. Thank you. And with that being said, I hear there might be some... Uh, some things happening. Uh, a lot of things have been happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been making small and incremental changes to the store that most people wouldn't see or notice uh, unless you're there every day, like we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or, or if you're coming in once a week, maybe you'd go, hey, wasn't there like something up on the wall here that's gone? Things like that. We've taken things down. We've made it go from looking... When we first bought it, like a, it used to look kind of like a Turkish bazaar. There were string lights everywhere and little um, butterflies hanging from strings and bells hanging from strings and things like that. There were a lot of stringy things in there. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And very tight aisles. And so over time, we've tried to open things up and brighten things up. And uh, since we're located very conveniently next to a bus stop, uh, yeah. um, we get a lot of diesel. So mm. yeah. <laughs> every day is cleaning day. Every day. <laughs> um, but people have actually noticed that as well. It's like, hey, everything used to be dirty and now it's not, or it's a lot brighter in here. There's a lot more elbow room. And uh, then, you know, we've, we've repainted a lot of the inside and, and leveled out some parts of the floors. <laughs> and uh, there used to be a an air conditioner that was above the door that was uh, for maybe a room about this size, this in your green room, which did nothing for, for the big expansive store yeah right and no we didn't want to shell out for a giant hvac system so 
Uh, we got a, a, an industrial fan in, in, uh, installed on one side, and then this morning we actually got a louvered window installed in the other side of the store so that we could blow the cold air in and let the hot air out. Oh, oh that's great. awesome. So, well, you guys have been doing a fantastic job. I mean, it looks amazing in there. Well, thank you. It thank does. you. It yeah. does. And it, the way, it shows. And the way you've opened up the space, like, because there, there are always so many, like, neat things to look at. It isn't overwhelming when you're looking at things. Like, everything is properly displayed. You can tell what you're looking at instead of being like, what am I looking at? There's too much stuff going on. We want to make sure that the, everything that we pick out actually gets its due attention. Not, mm-hmm. There's not too much competition, you know? Yeah. Uh, you, well, you rotate stuff around, too, which looks really good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That, that way it looks it, it makes it look fresher, too. Well, yeah, and it helps. Hide, a lot of people get set on patterns mm-hmm. when they go through a store that they'll, they'll go through it. They just get used to going to one spot, so you kind of have to rotate it. So even if it's not new to you, it is new to them. Mm-hmm. Because if something sits in the same place long enough, it turns invisible. Yeah. <laughs> this yep, is that's true. true. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, and you have all, I know that we're going to get to uh, Anton's announcement, but you have so many great things right now. Like I've been, because uh, I'm a fan of Sorrells on Facebook, which you should be as well. And I get to see all of your posts when all the, like, the neat things you get, whether it be vintage furniture or giant wine glasses that can hold a bottle of wine. <laughs> when we were seeing that at the uh, the furniture and gift show, mm-hmm. we, we looked at that and we're like, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So that way it'll be like it's just one glass of wine and it'll be fine. And then those amazing runaway alarm clock things that you oh, have. Oh, those are so cool. Those are so awesome. And they made a great commercial for them, which we just posted on our Facebook site. And you can look at them. We have, they have two different kinds of runaway alarm clocks. One of them is the original that plays MP3, uh, uh, MP3s or you can record your own voice or other people's voices. And But yeah, it'll, it'll jump off your nightstand and start rolling around. And then you <laughs> It has little <laughs> wheels on it and you just have to chase it around. Well, uh, that, and that's the second one that the came out. The second one. Or yeah. is that the pink one? Uh, or the green one? I don't know. Like well, one they, of them. They, they come in different colors. But yeah, yeah. But one of them is just a little ball. It's got gyroscopes inside that make it move. <laughs> and then the other one uh, has the wheels and it'll yeah jump off and it take off running and runs into things and turns around and that is awesome so it forces you get to get out of bed turn off your alarm yes. which yeah. is the hardest part of getting up in the morning which is totally genius yes <laughs> absolutely yeah that is awesome there's always so many cool things in there because i've talked about it before i go to sorrell's for pretty much every birthday or um or christmas presents or all that stuff because i know i can find something that's going to be awesome that no one's seen before yeah. mm-hmm. that i can pick up there and that's actually another good point for one of the things we don't want to be is just like every other gift store or every other store that's mm-hmm. around. Uh, like you go to the coast and it's like you walk into one gift shop and then you walk in the next gift shop. It's like, wait, did I actually switch stores? Because everything looks the same. Yeah. yeah. You get a shell necklace thing. and a sharky on a stick. <laughs> that's, that's what I get. <laughs> uh, so we work really, really hard to actually find things that are not sold either uh, anywhere in southeast and, or northeast or even in Portland. Uh, we actually carry some things that uh, are only carried in Portland. Maybe not even in Seattle Mm -hmm. Um, and that's very exciting when we find those things and when we talk to people uh, like at the gift shows uh, and say anybody in Portland had this Uh, and they're like yeah there's like one place way out in like Hillsboro that does this great can you make sure that nobody else uh, if you sell to anybody else they're nowhere near us yeah you want to be exclusive kind of to the area again offer something different Mm -hmm. you know totally and so um we found a lot. This last gift show was so exciting. We found a lot of the things that we really like, that we get excited about. And we hate shopping. We're not shoppers. We, uh, <laughs> you guys see me, and I'm usually wearing pretty much the same small number of uh, clothes, same number of T-shirts. We don't like going shopping at all. So <laughs> if we're going to put something in our store, it has to be something that will get us excited and, and, and that we will believe in. We don't want to just put in stuff to 
just to, to fill, fill space. up just space. space. No, yeah. no. If we're not excited about it, then nobody else probably will be either. I like your clothes because one of your rotating shirts is a fun employment radio <laughs> shirt. Because <laughs> <laughs> so like, like once every, every out of every like three or four times I see Antony's wearing the shirt, and I'm like, yeah, it always makes me so happy. It is, and <laughs> you can you, pick up one of those shirts. You sure right can. There. You can match on Anton. Well, with all the changes that you've been making, it sounds like there might be another change that's happening. There is. Announcements you might have right here on this show. There is another change. Um, When we bought the store, again, the store had been open for over 20 years at Mm -hmm. that point. Um, And then as we were working in the store more and more uh, and hearing conversations people were having or they were maybe on their cell phones and trying to describe where they were, they're like, I, I don't know the name of the place. Uh, I don't know. It's o- over by over by Powell's on Hawthorne. Uh, no, no, it's not Greg's, which is what Memento used to be called. No, yeah. not Greg's. It's that other store. No, I don't know. And they'd walk outside and, and, and look around, and they'd see some panels uh, next to our door that said furniture and lighting. It's like, I don't know. I think it's called furniture and lighting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, and that, that, that was not, you know, didn't happen just once. It happened many, many times. Or if they did actually remember, remember the name of the store, uh, they'd call it Sorrel's. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I yeah. can see that. Um, also, the, the actual name of the store is Sorrel Vintages, but if you've ever been in there, uh, you know that a good chunk of the store, about half the store, is selling new things, mm-hmm. which confuses a lot of people. It's like, no, I think it's all vintage. And no, wait, no, there's new stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what's going on in here. Um, so you feel like the name isn't properly like encompassing everything that you have to offer in uh, the store? A, the name does not encompass everything that's going on in the store. B, uh, people can't remember it. C, if they do remember <laughs> it, they re- don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, it, it there's And uh, D, that we off, it's kind of tapered off, but we used to get a lot of calls for people looking for the Sorrel Boot Company. Oh, okay. Or calling to complain that, you know, they're... Piece, their shoe was, you know, yeah. was falling apart already, and you guys need to do something about it. And like, you know, we'd love to, except we didn't sell that to you. What? Now you're denying it. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided that we're going to change our name, um, and we've been thinking about this. The inventory has been changing. Uh, Deb and I have been putting our own stamp on the store now for mm-hmm. a good year, over a year and a half at this point, and and it's changed enough that we feel like it's time for a name change. Uh, it, it's I mean, people have seen the changes happen over time, but they haven't been in for a year or so. They they kind of do a double take. It's like, well, no, I actually see a few of the things that we remember, but it looks different and it feels different and we are still going to be the same store we are still going to be offering um, on one side of the store a bunch of new stuff and a bunch on the other side of the store we're going to have uh, uh, mid-century modern furniture and on the new side we always try to find furniture and lighting that fit with the aesthetic of the uh, the mid-century modern look and feel so on the new side of the store will you still be carrying Fun Employment Radio and Geek in the City t-shirts? Uh, absolutely yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you ask it though you're like so <laughs> do we even continue hands, this conversation? Just, uh, <laughs> You've got those righteous mod lamps right now, the new lamps yeah. you showed me yesterday. Oh, the ones with the uh, the round glass shades. Yeah, those are amazing. Love those. Yeah, Love those. gorgeous <laughs> lamps. I really want them, and I want the bamboo desk that closes on its own. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want all of these things yeah. sincerely, Aaron. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, maybe eight months ago, maybe a year ago, something like that, we started throwing around ideas but just between the you know first the two of us and then between with our employees and then a little expanded range and we probably had over 100 ideas and there were some that we'd come back to and but they were like well you know there wasn't there weren't any names that we could all agree on so mm-hmm. then we said well why don't we go ahead and um 
go to a company that actually specializes in this and we hired a company and we explained, you know, we do this and we do this and we want a name that does not say what the age of the thing is that we're selling, you know, and we don't want it to even, we want nothing to do with the age of any items. Yeah. Give us the flexibility to go whatever direction we want to go. And this is our neighborhood and here are loads of pictures of our store and this is kind of our philosophy and yada, yada, yada. And then they send us back what they thought were awesome, awesome names such as the unlocked closet <laughs> or uptown. that sounds like a doll store or something or sounds like a really creepy vc andrews that yeah. come to the unlocked closet <laughs> <laughs> i won't murder you <laughs> or here's what i found in my closet uh here you want to buy it you know yeah, yeah. a bunch of you stuff <laughs> another one was um uptown posh we're not uptown uptown we're not. posh no yeah yeah uh and the one they were most proud of Actually, wasn't too bad, but it just wasn't us. It was Epic Street, E P I Q Street. And you're trying to get away from things that are hard to pronounce and confusing. Yeah, yeah. and a e- peak street. Yes, and yeah, and Epic, <laughs> Epic with a Q. That's the Q thing is going to date the store very, oh, yeah. very quickly. Very yeah. quickly, if it isn't already. Yeah, yeah, that'll fall out of favor very fast. Um, so we decided, no, we'll figure out our own name. And by that time, we'd really fallen onto a favorite. And uh, we're like, okay, here's the name. You just got, you guys just come up with some kind of logo or graphic or something like that for us that we'll use because we don't want to waste all of our money that you took. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> they came up with uh, three different designs using the name that we came up with, and one of them actually was really, really awesome. So um, we're going to be changing the name of the store. <gasps> so with that being said, the name is changing. And yeah, with that being named, said, the name is changing. And I do also want to point out that uh, I mean we've had to tell a few people like. The state of Oregon. We've had to tell th- mm-hmm. our bank. Things like that ha- have happened, but uh, this is really has not been widely discussed or, or announced. We just because of our relationship with both Fun Employment Radio and Geek in the City, we wanted to kind of thank everybody <laughs> by giving you guys a little inside information that the general public doesn't. All know. right, yeah. I like the, yeah. the I like text inside. box is going crazy. All right, I'm excited to hear it. Okay. All right, what did you... All right, so, and Anton? It ha- and it has multiple meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who know the history of the area will probably lat- latch onto one thing. Um, those who have no idea the history of the, uh, the area probably will think something else, but then the way we're really going to push the store is through a third meeting. Oh, uh, all right. Yes. I like this. Okay. Okay. So, should we put a drum roll on it? I can do the... Okay, there we go. All right. The name. <laughs> That's, I'm a really bad drummer. <laughs> of the store is no longer going to be Sorrells or Sorrell Vintages. It will be. Stop, Greg. Is. Will be. <laughs> Stop it. Asylum. Yeah. Asylum. <laughs> Which is fucking awesome, by the way. Hey, Fun Employment Radio and Geek of the City, sponsored by Asylum. That's <laughs> cool. awesome. That's amazing. So for people who don't know the backstory, so you said there were three reasons. Three reasons. Give um, us the three. Well, first of all, it's a nod to our area. Hawthorne, is, uh, Hawthorne Boulevard is actually named for Dr. Hawthorne, and Dr. Hawthorne was the head psychiatrist for the, the, state. Uh, the state. The first state mental hospital. That's yeah. right. Also known as an asylum. Like, yep. So and it was Asylum Avenue, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Asylum Row. Asylum, Asylum Row? Row. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we were talking, Aaron, you and I yesterday, and like, I, you apparently kind of know more where that used to be, but I have no clue. We yeah. We had to was, look into that. Yeah, it was further west. It was like 20th and Hawthorne area now. Okay. That's where it was now. Basically where that funeral home is, 
Yes. Oh, that's thirtieth. All right, where Holman's is? That's uh, like twenty. That's like twenty. 20 oh, it's 27. 27. Yeah, that, that was the area of the old assignment. Oh, state okay. Yeah. Oh, I like it. And we were joking that maybe Safeway is built on an old insane asylum. Would explain a lot about that Safeway. It would explain yeah. a lot. About <laughs> that yeah. So they dug it out for the new parking garage. Oh. Oh yeah. They didn't move the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is fantastic. So, did you want to say the other reasons why? Um, the uh, that uh, I'm gonna skip. I think people, when they hear asylum, they, they think insane asylum. That's not what yeah. – our prices are crazy. No, we're not, we're not <laughs> doing anything like that. Uh, when we do advertising, we're really going to be pushing for asylum as like a, a place of refuge, a, a place of uh, respite, uh, yeah. a, a safe place. Mm-hmm. Like you think of uh, p- political asylum. You know, people yeah. come to seek political asylum. So we're going to be doing stuff like, uh, you know, come to the east side, seek asylum, find beautiful, you know, mid-century modern furniture, seek asylum. Uh, I like you know, that. That's awesome. cool. Yeah, I yeah. like look, that. Look for great gri- gifts. Seek, look for great gifts. Seek asylum. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I like that. That, that is that fantastic. Really works. A place of calm and all the chaos. Seek asylum. <laughs> Seek asylum. That's yeah. cool. Bam. Oh, so when is this all going to be taking place? Because I know you've legally changed it and whatnot, but when is the signage and everything going to be going up? We hope it's going to be happening in the next two or three weeks, something like that. Awesome. Okay. Yep. Uh, we have to finish designing the business cards. Uh, we're getting the awning. The awnings are already uh, being scheduled, but they're, they they have, you know, several weeks to go. Uh, we're going to get uh, signage for the windows. Um, that could take <clears throat> one or two weeks, something like that. We have to go down and find out. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be a kind of a soft rollout. Um, cool. I think we're going to just sort of throw the signs up and have people do a double take, we think, and then maybe a little bit later on do a uh, press release or something like that. Heck yeah. yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Well, congratulations. Well, that's cool. How exciting. Yep. The, uh, the chat is in a grins. That's a, that's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. Even Pone Tony likes it. Thank you, Pone. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Seriously? I do believe he said, I dig it. And he doesn't like anything. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Keelan is the Mikey from Life Serial commercials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he hates everything. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Well, thank you very much. I, I, mean, I know this has been a lot of work for you, for you guys getting this uh, figured out and getting all this changeover. So. There's enough work just running a store. Uh, yeah. But, but doing this is, you know, it's still in a labor of love. We've, we've been looking forward to it. We actually hoped it would happen earlier this year, but mm-hmm. sometimes things don't happen. Sometimes things get a little delayed. It's all right. Yeah. You give it some breathing room. That's right. All is good. We've, we slept on it we lived with it for a while i guess we still <laughs> want to do this absolutely and uh so yeah we, we feel great about it that's uh, that's what greg and i did when we came up with fun employment radio we waited for like a week we're mm-hmm. like all right do we still like this all right we like it like yep. all right let's let's make sure before we commit to it right do we yeah. like it you sober? gotta be sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we like it yeah. is this a genius drunk idea oh and if anybody wants to go over oh if anybody wants to see what the new logo is going to look like or a, cu- one, a couple of the variations on it yep uh go to facebook Facebook.com slash PDX Asylum. No spaces, no dashes. That's what I was going to ask. Are you transitioning the Sorrells page to the uh, the new one then? Is that we're, we're just going to uh, have a whole brand spanking new uh, uh, Facebook page. Okay. Awesome. Oh, I see it right <gasps> Ooh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's a sharp-looking logo. That's, yeah, that's really cool. good. That looks good, mm-hmm. good. We like the stylized A. We like the little triangle over the M. It, yeah. it all works. That is fantastic. I just liked it as well. Oh, All right. thank I'm you. Liked. There we go. So we'll know who the uh, the Fun Employment Radio uh, listeners are. But they're the first ones who like the page. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there go there are. and like it. PDX Asylum. Facebook.com slash PDX Asylum. All right, and I'm putting a picture of it in the chat right now. There we go. 
Well, thank you guys for letting me come awesome. on and make the announcement here. Thank you. Anton, we always love seeing you. Thank you for taking Absolutely. some time to Seriously. hang out in our hot box with us. <laughs> it is a it sauna is in sweaty here. in here. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It is true. <laughs> well, um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Go see Sorrell's while it's still Sorrell's before it becomes Asylum. Heck yeah. 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. And go in there and say, say hello to Anton and Deb. Say and everyone, and all, all the fine employees that they have. I don't. No, seriously, you guys have the nicest people that work for you. Yeah, you They're, really do. Yeah, I mean, we are so lucky with those guys. Yeah, I'm not just saying that. They're awesome. They're always nice. My sister actually just went in uh, when she came to visit last week and bought me another pair of these sunglasses. Yeah, <laughs> you have more sunglasses. <laughs> I have three pair of these now, and Anton's still holding on to two of them, so I'm going to have five. I think that'll set me for a while. <laughs> and then perhaps I have a problem. Wow. They're my favorite. Sunglasses and wine bottles. That's our Dylan story. That is an okay story. <laughs> Damn it. Um, coming up on the Fun Employment Radio Network today. Today, yeah, I had to miss last week because I was out of town. But Drive Time with the Drive-In comes back today at 530. And I'm coming back with, with gusto. With Ooh, gusto. I, I am know. bringing on uh, a one Dan Clark. It will be the first guest. On Drive Time at the Drive-In, the first official guest. He's going to be co-hosting with me today. We're going to be covering the greatest soundtrack of all time. We will be covering, in its entirety, John Bon Jovi's Young Guns 2. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! I'm going to try very hard to not just sing the entire sound, because Dan and I can sing the entire soundtrack start to finish without oh, it playing. It's all the same. Oh man! No, oh, yeah, no. Oh, so we're gonna have to be oh, careful, boy. but yeah, the entire it's we might turn off the mics. <laughs> we might even play Guano City at the end, which is the one lone musical track oh. that doesn't have any. It's got Little Richard on it. What? Uh, Little Richard's on the Young Guns Two soundtrack. A lot of people don't realize Elton John plays piano on the Young Guns Two soundtrack. What? It is a huge <laughs> album. His mind is being it is, blown it is. right now. It is, it is one is. of the greatest soundtracks ever. Ever created. I cannot wait to hear this. We shall finish the game. Yes. <laughs> we just saw Dan Clark yesterday, actually, at uh, Trek in the Park. Trek in the Park, which he's was awesome. Yeah. He yeah, did a great job. He's Captain Koloff. <laughs> yeah. Him and him and Royal were, were hilarious as the Klingons. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Uh, I guess on it was either Saturday or Sunday, the man who wrote Trouble with Tribbles, David Gerald, was there. I saw the pictures of that. Yeah, the that guy who wrote awesome. the sound, the screenplay was there and actually pulled Dana Royal aside and said, you brought more nuance to these parts than I've ever seen before. <gasps> that's wow. that so is that's awesome. pretty damn cool. That yeah. is a huge yeah. compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and Royal will be on this network. And then at 7 o'clock. Later this evening. I don't ever get to leave this room. <laughs> 7 o'clock, Accidental Housewives with Royal, yep. Cable, and Nate. <laughs> and they're bringing on another, basically all through August, they're bringing on somebody from Trek in the Park. Who has also experienced the uh, the trials of uh, of unemployment? Oh, awesome! awesome. So, uh, well, I mean, yeah. not awesome, but they're experiencing yeah. the trials. Last week was Dana Thompson, uh, Lieutenant Uhura, in Trek in the Park. Nice. Uh, this week is Mike, and I forget what he does because I'm a jerk. That's <laughs> but all right. But we're sure. gonna have Mike. On. We'll find out all about what Mike does tonight. Yep. Live at seven p.m. on Live the Fun Employment Radio PM. Network. <laughs> of course, you can subscribe at funemploymentradio.com. Just click the subscribe button. Six ninety nine a week. Be but sure to subscribe. It's the only way you can do the music month. shows. Excuse me. Six ninety nine a month. <laughs> First week is free. That's what yes. I was trying to say. <laughs> yes. Per month. And also be sure to stop by Sorrell's before it becomes Asylum. It's at 3713 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard. Say hello to my favorite bespectacled couple, Anton and Depp. Yay! Pick up a business card. They'll become collectible at some there point. There you go. Well, get them to sign it. <laughs> get them to sign it. Awesome. Yeah. All right, tomorrow on the show, singer Danielle from Danielle Ate the Sandwich. Going to be on the awesome. show, too. So uh, stay tuned for that tomorrow right here on Fun Employment Radio. Thank you.
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> 